This is the Growth Minded Daycast with Hayden Wilson, a show where I take you behind the curtain and reveal to you the daily lessons, learnings, and mistakes I'm making on my path towards becoming the ultimate man. Every day, I'll help you develop more courage, confidence, and clarity into what it is you want as a man in the modern world. Sit back and enjoy. All right, welcome to the show. My name is Hayden Wilson. This is The Daycast. Today, we're going to talk about getting over the fear of confrontation. And this manifests itself in many different ways. That could include fear of physical confrontation, fear of conversational confrontation. And what I really want to express is a logical series of steps of how I started on my journey of getting over the fear of confrontation, how I identified it, how I started to take some positive actions towards removing it, and exactly how it's impacted my world from doing as such. So the first thing is, for 29 years of my life, I walked around scared. And I'm going to be totally real with you right now, and I hope that's okay, but I was just scared. I was scared of getting hit. What would I do? What? How would I react? Uh, would I be able to protect myself? Would I be able to protect my family? And I really didn't know, and I had this inner, and I was so ashamed of it because as a man, you're supposed to have this inbuilt warrior within you and got to protect your family at all costs. And honestly, I just did not know if I could do that. I didn't even know if I could protect myself. And if I couldn't, then what would happen to my family? And so what did I do? Instead of addressing this problem, I would try and ignore it. And so I really started thinking about where this originally stemmed from. And it came from, you know, early childhood instances of bullying and trying to talk my way out of things. And I got very good at talking my way out of things. But the, the challenge with that is when you're articulate and when you can have alternative strategies is you start to rely on that stuff. But it really was always just a band-aid fix for me. And I just remember the feeling of feeling, the feeling of feeling helpless. And I was at a party one time and I said something to a guy. He didn't particularly like what I said. And there was threats of violence. Nothing even fucking happened. And that's that's the problem. It's the, the thoughts and the idea around what could possibly happen and how much of a nightmare you make it in your mind. And I remember feeling so helpless that when I got home, I felt weak. I felt fucking like I just could not take that next action. I was like, I'm going to fucking change this. And I remember this is 1.30 at night after going to this party and basically feeling like a bitch, feeling humiliated that I couldn't stand up for myself or I chose not to stand up for myself. Or, and it wasn't even though it got to a point of like yelling at each other. It was more of like passive aggressive across the room type comments. But I remember getting back and I was like doing push-ups. I'm never going to feel like this again. And really that was part of the stemming. That was part of the, the anger that was trying to release itself. The warrior within trying to say, Hayden, wake the fuck up and start to learn about what you could possibly do in this situation. But it never really was enough of a motivation for me to actually kickstart and learn some skills because I could always fall back on the fact that if it really got down to it, I would be able to talk myself out of it because I'd had, I had success in that in the past. But the problem with that approach is always in the back of the mind, it was always the question of what if, what if it gets down to fisticuffs? What if it gets down to a confrontation? Can I protect myself? And that doubt, that seed of doubt brews under the surface. And it massively, massively holds you back because you you can't take the necessary action. Or I certainly couldn't 
in my business because if I had a disagreement with someone, what if it ultimately got down to a physical confrontation? And I know it sounds crazy, but this was a reality that I would live in. And if it was in a social situation around alcohol, around where people change, where behaviors are different, at the football, at social events, and it was just this thing in the back of my mind of, of the what if questions. And I remember journaling and I asked myself, what is it that's actually holding me back? And I identified it on the paper. I remember specifically, I wrote, I'm afraid of it getting to a physical confrontation. And this was about three, two and a half, three years ago now. And I remember just thinking like, I can't continue going on for the rest of my life like this. I need to learn some skills. And I messaged a friend who was also a boxing coach and I started doing some boxing, which was a really great second step. And I say second step because I'd already tried the route of lifting weights and it wasn't necessarily lifting weights to grow big and be scary. I just like the feeling of empowerment, of changing and being in control, but it was never, it never actually got rid of that feeling of what if. And so I started doing some boxing, started learning some techniques and, and, and it was, it was good. And it was good to learn some footwork and some drills and some punching. And I'm really grateful for that experience, but it still didn't take away this doubt. It was still, I was still filled with the questions of what if he moves this way? What punch should I throw? Or what if he grabs me like this? What should I actually do? And then so I started doing some more research and I found Krav Maga. And of course, being analytical, I decided I need to read about this, I need to learn about this. So I bought, and I'm embarrassed to say this, but I bought some Krav Maga books and I started looking at it online. I even, I even signed up for an online membership and I was, I remember punching, I did about two sessions, so it's not uh, a massive thing, but I did some sessions in my lounge room. Oh, this is embarrassing. Did some sessions in my lounge room, punching the air and sort of getting some technique stuff down down pat. And it's embarrassing to say this now because it's just so far from how one can actually get over this fear, which we're going to get to in a second. But for me, just doing that and taking some forward steps or some part of the journey, but ultimately fruitless in the grand scheme of things. But that was my first initial. So I did some boxing, did some Krav Maga, but still this feeling, this, this thought, these voices were still in the back of my head of what if it goes down? Will I be able to protect myself? That was the ultimate question that I wanted and needed and was trying to answer, but didn't have the tools to be able to do it. And so across this journey, I'd seen different people online that were promoting, you know, self-defense programs. And I'd looked into a few different ones. I actually went to a one-day course, which was really brilliant to get the initial steps and to realize that how to start to articulate and use my body in a certain way and how to move and how to deal with the confrontation. At this particular seminar, they actually do this thing called a situation. And what happens is they wear the protective gear and, and you, I basically had to walk into a room. So we train all day and learn some tools and learn some techniques. And then you basically walk into a room. You have no idea what's going on. And the guy's there and he's got a protective gear and, and he comes at you and he's like, what the fuck did you say? What the fuck did you say to her? And, and, and basically simulating an experience that you might have at a bar or out or someone with high, highly aggressive uh, behavior. And, and I'm just like, and I'm, my natural default, because I haven't trained in that, in that especially at this stage, was freeze. Oh, 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 bro, bro, like, I don't know, like, calm down, calm down. And really trying to talk myself out of it. Then I had to kickstart my brain. I had to do that, the machine with the, the high voltage that you see where they kickstart the heart. And I had to kickstart my brain to go, okay, game time now. And then you'd basically fight back and, and learn some of these te and learn how to apply the techniques that we'd learned throughout the day. And that was a really good start. And so I started believing that I'd started to have some skills and I started to get some confidence, which was 
super necessary and exactly what I needed at the time. And I remember being in Melbourne City and I was walking past a guy who wasn't looking. He was on his phone and I went to turn a corner and he basically ran, he ran into me, but he was on his phone. He dropped his phone and then it hit the ground and he looks up at me and he's like, what? Like this as though, you know, and I look back, I was like, fucking what, mate? Like you ran into me. That is very unusual for my behavior. I don't claim, definitely do not claim to be any sort of tough guy, but that was my first instance since ever that I backed myself, that I thought, you know what, if it fucking goes down here, and this is just such a crazy example, but if it goes down here, like, I've got this. Like, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to fuck some shit up because that was not my fault. And that feeling, oh, I cannot describe to you that feeling, but that was a once-off isolated event. Now, it was about this time that, I messaged the original uh, host of the seminar, which is Tony Blower, and I said, Tony, do you know anyone in, because he's in America, do you know anyone in Australia that can facilitate and help and, and continue this growth of this learning? And he mentioned, he said, go see my mate, Dean. He's a bit intense, but check it out. And so I messaged and he gave me the email. I messaged Dean. I said, hey, Dean, can we catch up? I'm Hayden. You know, I'm, I'm looking for some assistance of, you know, this is my background. I want to learn more. Tony says that you do these classes. And so anyway, Dean's like, yeah, mate, cool, let's catch up. So I met him for a coffee and, and was just talking. I was telling him about my experiences and, you know, what he does. And he was talking about basically describing a fight club-esque type situation where he'd basically take regular, even corporate-ish or scared meek guys and turn them into warriors. And I was sitting there and he was saying all the things that I wish that I had. He was talking about not having a fear of confrontation, knowing that you could back yourself, knowing if she'd hit the fan that you could pull through and actually know what to do. Your brain would kick in and go, you know what, this is game time, let's do it. Now, I was very embarrassed. I was very ashamed that I was a man, that I was I was big. You know, I'm six foot. I've been in the gym for 10 plus years. I'm athletic. I'm 88 kilos. I'm fairly lean, but I still had this massive insecurity over... I was a man, I didn't know how to punch, I didn't know how to defend myself, and, you know, Dean mentioned that, you know, come along to the classes, I run them these days, and just come down and have a hit, and, and see if you like it or not, and I was really scared, I was like, yeah, but what, punch in front of other people, like, can't we do some one-to-one stuff first, and and this was amazing, because it was the exact thing that I actually needed, and maybe this was part of Dean's genius, but something inside of me said, just go, just go to these classes, and, and this is the man who's going to teach you what you need to know. I just knew that he was a no bullshit kind of guy, very intense. Tony was exactly right. He's an intense dude, uh, but heart of gold. And so I went to these classes and the very first thing, and this is going to sound crazy to the people who haven't experienced it before. And trust me, if you want to, if you're feeling this, please message me, reach out to me. I guarantee you this is a, a system that actually works. And so I get there, I'm really nervous and there's guys warming up on the bags and if you haven't felt this insecurity around not knowing how to punch or feeling small, even though that you're big and feeling just totally inadequate, then it might not make sense. But if you know what that feels like, then you know what I was going through at that particular stage. And, I, and I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm nervous as hell about the class that's about to transpire. You know, would I, would, and this is crazy, but would I know how to punch? Would I look like an idiot? And really so focused on myself, which we're going to talk about in a second. But after about 10 minutes of talking, Dean says, all right, guys, let's warm up, get on the bags. And so we start doing some punches and we start to, and I'm, I'm like clueless. I don't even know if I'm hitting the bag properly because I've never been shown how to actually hit the bag. I guess it's just one of those things that as a man, you're supposed to know. But anyway, so I'm hitting the bag and, and I've done a little bit of that kind of stuff before. And so I'm just like giving it a hit and just hoping that I'm doing it right. I have no idea if I am or not. And so in Dean's private gym, we've got 
a whole wall which has basically got padding behind it. And he says, all right, three guys backs to the wall uh, about a meter away from it and close your eyes. The other three guys stand in front of them. And I'm thinking like, oh, this is kind of strange. I don't know what's going to go on here. Dean comes over and he goes, all right, guys in front, you are going to push at full force these guys that are in front of you, push them in the chest, then you're going to hook them around the head, one, two, left, right, and then you're going to hook them to the body, left, right, and then the other person, the person on the wall, is going to lunge back at you and attempt to stop what's actually happening by getting close to you. And right at this stage, I was almost literally pooing myself and thinking, this is going to suck. But there's literally no getting out of it right now. And so I'm, I'm first. I'm, I'm on the, my back's against the wall and I've got my eyes closed. I'm waiting for the impact and I'm shit scared. And the guy in front fucking pushes me and I hit and I hit that back wall. And I knew, I knew instantly at that very stage, this is it. This is the thing that I'm looking for. Even before I copped the hits, but I knew at that very stage, this is the real deal. This isn't some fake technique, hand strike, self-defense system that's passed down through the ages of the armies and all that bullshit. It was like, this is how it's actually going to go down and we are training for real battle. And then, so he pushes me back, smashes against the wall, hook, hook, rip to the body, rip to the body. And then I lunge forward and I have, uh, I think Dean's actually got some footage of it, but I guarantee you I was super, super unco and probably still am. But that was, that was the game, game changer for me. And I was continuously scared. We did drills like that for like the first six months, twice a week. And I hated going to training. I've told, I've told coach Dean this, but I hated going to training. I was shit scared every single time. I'd, I'd hope that on the way there'd be some massive crash on the highway is about 40 minutes away from my house. And I would hope there'd be some massive crash. And that sounds horrible, but because that would help me get out of it. But I knew I had to persist. And so for the first six months, I was so scared of actually going. I hadn't crossed that threshold of making the aggression exciting, making the thrill of a fight, something that you look forward to, as opposed to something that you run to. And so if you're in that space right now of being afraid of the confrontation, I guarantee you've got that same thought of, oh, I want to stick away from it, I want to run from it, I don't want to be in a confrontation, I, I want to hide from that. But the only way to get over that fear is to face it. And it sounds so cliche, but you have to face it. You have to get exposure to that kind of thing and become comfortable with confrontation, become comfortable with Someone being close in your space, punching you, hitting you, hitting you to the face, getting a black eye, which I've got a couple of just from doing the training, feeling sore, feeling what it's like to punch another man. And I'm definitely not saying that I'm any sort of fighting guru at this stage. I love it. I think it's super interesting and such a valuable thing for anyone to build into their artillery. Because slowly, over time, as with repeat exposure to it and forcing yourself to do the uncomfortable thing I mentioned to you the first six months was hell for me. I really didn't want to go and I was just hoping that it would all end. And there was even times, a couple of times where I didn't go because I was literally too afraid of getting punched. I couldn't handle it. The stress was so high. But now it's gotten to a point because of the repeat exposure, because of how many times I've been, I really look forward to the next three, five, ten years of doing it. But because I forced myself to do the thing that was uncomfortable at the time, the fear of confrontation 
is gone. And I've gone from what if, what if, what if, what if he moves this way? What if he does that? What should I do here? And all these doubtful questions of always trying to work out the best secret shortcut. What should I do? That that question of what if is where we really want to get across here is the thing that plagues you. The only way, the only way to get over the what if questions is to force yourself, expose yourself to understanding how you would react, how you do react to multiple different situations of that. And so if you want to answer the question of what if he throws that punch or what if there's two guys or what if one's got a knife or what if endless X combinations happens. The only way to answer that is by forcing yourself to live in that situation by seeing what actually happens, how people move, how they react, what it feels like to throw a punch, what it feels like to get punched, and then see how your mind, how your body responds. And that there is the secret, is getting hit, hitting others, and then just getting on with it, doing the actual thing. And what that does is it forces you to realize it's a non-event, to realize that you can punch and it's all good to realize that you can get punched and you can keep moving forward to switch from defensive mode to aggression mode. And hopefully this is making sense from a uh, parallel point of view in that this skill, this thing, this fear, fear of confrontation extends across all areas of our life. But when we, when we hit the nail on the head, and for me, it was a fear of co physical confrontation. It might be completely different from you, but I truly believe in today's world, there are so many men. You might be listening to this right now and thinking, I don't need that, Hayden. And if that's the case, then you don't need this episode. But if you do have that fear of confrontation, specifically physical confrontation, start hitting a bag, start finding and reaching out to people who can give you exposure to some of these training techniques. And if that's us, then awesome. Reach out and, and we'll get you training. We'll get you into the, uh, the fight club. But the, the whole concept of thinking your way out of it, learning your way out of it, throwing punches in your lounge room or avoiding it is not going to be helpful for you. How much longer do you want to live your life in fear, in secret fear? No one knows about this and no one could ever know unless you actually told them because I did it for 29 years. But I knew that this was not how I wanted to live my life. So I'm going to recap here and pull this all into a practical system for you to be able to confront your fear of confrontation, get over it and get on with your life. So the first thing you need to do is you need to identify the real fear. What is it? Get that journal out right now and ask yourself, what is it that I'm actually afraid of? What is the very thing? Once we identify the real fear and put it on paper, it becomes real and we can start to do something with it. Now, there's two different things here. You can skip step, step number two. It's optional. But if you're still in the phase of, I'm thinking about it. We really need to build up the consequences of not learning, not confronting this fear because right because human beings will only ever do that which gives more benefit than drawback. And so if you don't have that motivation, that inner motivation to actually do something about it, then when it gets hard or when you get a slight injury or when you get punched or when you're driving there, you'll find excuses not to go if you don't have that desire to actually do something about it. So Optional step number two is to build the consequences. What happens to me if I do not do this? What happens to my business? What happens to my income? What happens to my family? What happens to my future family if I do not confront this right now inside of my life? So now we've identified it. Then we've built some consequences if necessary. And the third step is act. We need to do something with this information now. And I don't just mean learning. I mean doing. I mean going and forcing yourself to 
hit pads, forcing yourself to get in a situation where it is uncomfortable for you. Put yourself in uncomfortable physical confrontation situations, high stress, yelling loud, and force yourself to emotionally involve yourself, emotionally immerse yourself rather inside of that situation to know this is how it's going to be. And so if you're not training how it's going to be, then what are you really doing? Because you will always revert back to what your training has dictated. So if you train, and Dean mentions this a lot, but if you train in the perfect situation where you're throwing the perfect punch and your opponent moves perfectly and it's, it's always 100% perfection, training in that winning environment, then when it comes down to it in the real situation where combat is not perfect, then you're not going to know because the person doesn't reset after they do one of the drills. The person doesn't go, hang on a second, let me just warm up. Like This is not a drill. This is a time to move, articulate, and use your body, use your mind, use all the tools and the advantage of a six million year old brain. Six million years we've been cultivating and growing and evolving, using that to your advantage to put yourself in the best possible situation. And then once we've acted, we've identified the real fear, we've built up the consequences, we've started building some action, you need to stick at it. You need to have the power to drive to the situation, to hit the bag continuously. It's not a one set, set and forget type system. It's not a go to a weekend seminar and learn now. This is a lot like going to initially getting your car. You know when you need to get your car like fully serviced and it costs you like two grand? This is the two grand service, is the initial kickoff point. And then what we need to do is have regular and frequent checks of the oil, making sure that our radiator has water in it, or coolant rather. I don't even know if a radiator has water or coolant, but regardless, it just shows you how much of a mechanic that I actually am, i.e. zero. But using this as a frequent checkup, a tune-up, and staying on top of those skills and learning new and better and consistent ways to confront it, because if you do not, it'll come back and you need to stay on top of it. So I hope that helps. That is my journey on learning to confront my fear of physical confrontation and how it might be able to help you. If you are in that situation right now, please, 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 please reach out to me. You do not have to live your life in fear. There are steps that you can take, whether that's training with us or just learning some techniques, getting a bag and starting to hit it. There are things that you can do starting today. I hope that was helpful and I'll speak to you again very soon. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye for now. Thanks for tuning into the Growth Minded Daycast. Don't forget to leave a review for this podcast. It really helps as well as sharing a screenshot on your social media and tagging me at Hayden Wright's Stuff. If you are a man who is currently struggling with meaning, purpose, and direction inside of his life, head over to Real Man MVMT, which is Real Man Movement.com and pick up your free training right now.